Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light Shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. Buckets. What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Adidas, release this in a hoodie. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. It's mercy if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pick and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly Hill, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, it's what we fall for. Keep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You out of town. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. Let's just put that All to right, one let's side. Talk about, and, let's, talk yeah, about, let's... let's talk about Zay and Jordan. All right, who do you want so, to start with here? Both, both, uh, both Isaiah and Jordan uh, were participants in the combine, and I read through everything I possibly could for like the last two hours today before the show, just trying to get some information on them. There was more on Wong than there was on Jordan, um, because all of the sites I kept looking for for info on Jordan wouldn't give me any information about the second scrimmage he played and only his first scrimmage, um, but. And the first scrimmage, Jordan had so basically it was just scrimmages with other NBA combine participants. Ask Jazz yeah. about his freshman initiation OGs. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We might want to keep this offline, actually. But anyway, yeah, uh, that might that might not be for the air. Like when you said um, you could relate, so, I was like, I don't think so. No, not like that. I can just talk <laughs> about sports. Um, so for game one, uh, so Jordan and Isaiah weren't playing in the same scrimmages. Uh, but in game one, so Jordan measured six four and a half without shoes on. He was listed as six seven at Miami. 
His wingspan is about uh, 6'11 and three quarters, which was fourth among small forwards. He's the third shortest of the small forwards and the second lightest at 191 and 6.6 pounds. Which is uh, remarkable so, and, when you consider how much he, he battled against like centers and right? stuff. Right. I mean, his, his measurements don't mean a thing because just watch his tape. So well, in the one can, game can I was they, able to measure find guts? stats on. Can they, huh? can, can they measure guts? Because that, that. Right. So in the one game I found stats centers. on, he shot six for 10 from the field with 18 points. He had 10 rebounds, three being offensive rebounds, and he was two of three from three-point line. Um, on three, actually listed him as the MVP of the scrimmages, uh, saying that he was the connector piece for the offense, that everyone was kind of looking at him to like organize things, and that he made everybody's job easier. Um, and NBA Draft.net has him projected as the 51st pick overall to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, so, and, and, and I will say, I don't know that they had him as being drafted at all prior to the combine. So. So, I mean, I'll let you behind the curtain here. One of my friends, when she realizes I'm on YouTube, texts me corny jokes, and she just did and made me laugh. But anyway, I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. But um, So, um, anyway, um, yeah, no, I think he I think he did himself a lot of good at that at the combine. A lot. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's not surprising that when you roll a ball out there, he excels because he basically did whatever role we needed. We talked last week about how he, he grew his role significantly last year. Um, and and I I think whether or not he gets drafted because it's borderline and, and, and it should be clear one of the reasons it's borderline is because of his age and 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 yeah. it basically automatically puts him into the second round just because the uh, yeah the first well, round you get I will you get say, multi- go ahead so in the scrimmages so on three had a list of like the top players from the scrimmages and I'm saying Jordan came out as the MVP. For just to list some other players that were within that list, Isaiah Wong was in that list. Uh, Sonogo, the UConn center, was listed as number six or seven. So Jordan goes out in game one and and, and gets a double double, and shoots you know sixty percent from the field. So and two for three from the from the three point line. So he did a lot. And then I think some of the agility stuff. He was in like the top four or five in a lot of the agility things too. I mean, he, um, he he played like the player we saw play here. Yeah, um, and 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 that's great to see. And and I think the only again, I think the there's a couple of knocks on him, which is here he played out of position, so he's gonna mm-hmm. have to like you know get more comfortable. Like if they listen to this one before, that is probably his position at the next level. He played a lot of power forward and frankly even some center here, so yeah. he's he's gonna have to adjust to that. And then the other thing is just his age. Uh, mm-hmm. First round picks mm-hmm. tend to be younger. Because you, the way that NBA is structured, you get multiple guaranteed years on your contract if you're in the first round. And teams just don't want to commit to someone with a draft pick that's going to be like 27 by the time that first contract runs out. Um, so they tend – basically, if you're if, – and that's why a lot of kids go early because they're like, you know, you could get better, but is it going to actually improve your draft stock that much when – the potential yeah. of a 19 year old is more than like the finished yeah. product of a 22 year old. Like, it doesn't Jordan's really like make sense. But yeah. So he's 23. Yeah. So that kind of already almost but, automatically takes him out of the first round. I mean, those mm-hmm. are some things he can't change, but I will say he definitely turned a lot of heads um, at the combine and his stock definitely went up um, after the combine, just from things that I was reading about him. 
Yeah, um, no, he, his his stock went up, and again, I don't think I think when when you read the evaluations of his performance, we're all like, makes sense. It's exactly the player yeah, we, we saw well, here. Kane's fans knew it because he was. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that they called him the connector piece because he he really was kind of the glue and kind of like the the compass of the team and everything. So and making everybody else's job easier, kind of like like all the things that people don't notice that players do that don't necessarily show up in the stat sheet or things that NBA executive and things and scouts were noticing about him. Um, so, and on three said he was the MVP of, of those scrimmages. So that's, you know, it's a big thing. And now he's listed on multiple draft boards of the second round pick, which before they didn't have him listed at all. So he definitely yeah, and, raised his even if he doesn't, Even if he doesn't get drafted, I'd be pretty surprised if he's not on an opening day NBA roster. Cause if you bring that kid to camp, you're going to find room for him. And yeah, so I, I think I think he's he's got a high prospect of being, you know, next November when the season tips off, being on an NBA roster. All right, should we talk about Wong? Let's do that. The other MVP, I think he was he was listed as as Melissa said. There were multiple scrimmages. Um, yeah, he was kind of but, the one. So who the scrimmages the were like the the on three rankings were overall. So they had out of all the scrimmages, they had Jordan as the MVP. They had Isaiah as number three. Yeah, and and, oh, both and a lot, there. and just generally coming out of the first scrimmage because that's the one they played in. He was the MVP yeah. of that scrimmage, based on yeah. all accounts of the. So our, our boys stats. did good. Our boys so, did good. At Miami, Isaiah was listed at six four one eighty four. When they measured him at the combine, he measured without shoes at six two and a half, with a wingspan of six six and three quarters. So he was actually bigger. Um, no. Six, oh, wait, what did you say? Wait, what, what was he measured? What was he measured? What was he measured at Miami six four? Okay, I thought he said six one. I was like, there's no way you list him as six one. No. So six two is playable so, though. So he I found stats from two games. So in two games, he averaged 12 points per game, shooting 10 of 19. In game one, he scored 16 points, four assists, and was one of two from three. And then in game two, he had seven assists. Um, so his he had 11 assists to three turnover, the ratio for his assist to turnover ratio. Um, and then in a three point drill that he tied for fourth among guards, he shot 17 out of 25. Um, and then from what I was reading, scouts and NBA execs were impressed with his ball handling um, and his mid range, uh, his mid range um, jumper, great mid range, great handles. They liked what they saw as far because they, they, I guess people were questioning because he didn't really play point guard at Miami questioning like his decision making and his his ball handling and it, it seems like he kind of answered that question for them which is awesome and nba draft.net has him as projected as a second round early second round pick 39th overall to charlotte so, so he also moved up so this time the reason i'm smiling is because of something you said like it's funny that like obviously we watch way too much miami basketball but like mm-hmm. the hell was questions ball handling that man handled the ball a ton that's what, what they're, they're blown away by his point. mid-range game did you watch that man play basketball his whole thing was taking impossible mid-range shots Listen, and making them this look is what easy I, this is what i'm saying handles and great mid-range i know games. but come on of course he's got a great mid-range game that's his thing not a lot of people don't follow miami basketball like i know but i feel like game. i feel like scouts should have probably known something about the players they're scouting that, that's all i'm gonna say about that but yeah, Listen, not, again, nothing surprising three. there. They're it's not just... necessarily the best. Yes, I, I've heard uh, uh, names for that network that I'm not going to say out loud on, on this show. But I've said uh, once we on can, the show. 
we, we we can we can do that when we're talking about Jazz's hazing story. Um, but I, I I mean again, nothing surprising there. That's his, he's got a great all court game. He can kind of do everything, and it's not surprising that oh wow, he's got a good handle. Like no crap. A lot of our end of game offense is like give Zay the ball, let him ironically handle, break down the defense, and pull up for a challenge mid range jumper, which he would make. I mean, this is yeah. This is core skills for him, um, but um, I think the, the let me ask you a question though. From the supposed experts, right? Well, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to know the other players in this combine that well, but I sure as hell know ours and uh, everything that they displayed there is kind of how we made it to the final four in the first place. But I do have a question for you on Zay. So he's obviously projected to a little bit higher than Jordan in terms of he's made more the first half of the second round, but they're both you know kind of in the similar range. Now, how do you think he would adjust? Because I think, again, I think he will be on an NBA roster regardless uh, in in November. But mm-hmm. I guess one of the distinctions I view between him and Jordan in terms of playing on the next level is we did have a year, which was two years ago, where Jordan was not one of the main options. He had to play off the ball a lot, be more of a role player. Now this year that changed. Um We've never seen Zay have to be a role player. From freshman year, he was the best player on the team. <laughs> and, yeah. On a bad team, but he was the best player on the team. He's always had the ball in his hands, which is why it's ironic. They're like, ooh, can this guy handle the ball? Like, what are you, serious? <laughs> but, but but is he going to get to handle the ball at the next, like, as much? At, the, at least initially, probably going to have to do a lot of playing off the ball. Um, how, do, how do you think he'll acclimate to that role? Because that's not something we ever really I mean he was the man here ACC player of the year I don't I don't think it's gonna be a problem for him quite honestly I mean it's just another it's just another step for him I I I think he can adapt I think he'll be just fine I'm actually really excited to see where he goes because I I I think I I and it's the same thing with Jordan like once you get them on a basketball court and you start playing basketball with them and you get to know them I, I think it only takes off from there. Oh yeah, no, I, I've like I said, I think both of them are going to be on NBA rosters in November, mm-hmm. and I think they'll get playing time. I think his transition to role player because that's where he's going to at least start. Um, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Might be a little bit more difficult than, than for Jordan, who is, like you said, the connector. Much more used to being a glue guy, doing a lot of. I mean, I guess it well. depends on what team he goes to. Okay, so what what team do you think he would not be a role player on? I, I mean, if you go to a really crappy team, he's got most, as much of a shot to be a, a significant uh, player than if he goes to like a team that's you know like a Denver or or whatever. I was just gonna say Miami, but. Miami has all role players and is one game away from the NBA Finals, so it's a bad comparison. But you just wanted to talk I, about I, that, didn't you? That's why you went that well, way. Lost last night, so I'm a little hurt about that. I wanted to get the sweep on Boston, but it's okay. We'll gentlemen sweep them tomorrow. It's always heat and five, anyway. So 
Heat and four doesn't work. It's got to be heat and five. I mean, I I mean, I had said heat and seven, and someone was giving me a hard time about that. That there's no way that it's going to go seven games because Boston is going to take care of us in like five or six. So it's fine. Honestly, I predicted heat and seven for every single every single round this this playoff. So I'm just going to keep rolling with that. Keep 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 the. Uh, this is how I ended up wearing a hoodie in Houston. It doesn't always end well. <laughs> I gotta keep it going, even though Albany was snowing in here. It's with, 85 with, degrees. With like four minutes left in the last playing game, we were down to Chicago. So yeah. I didn't see us getting this far. And then when we beat Milwaukee game one, I was like, hey, at least we won't get swept. And here we are, one game away from the finals. So I didn't even have that much faith. <laughs> yep. So just to kind of close this uh this conversation also. Um, you know, talking about Brooklyn in that sense, because you're saying, you know, that's where his draft projection is. Where do you think would be a good fit for Isaiah? For Isaiah and for and for Jordan as well, if you have any thoughts on that. Oh man. Um I wish this was something you would have told me you were gonna ask me beforehand so I could have We did no show prep today. We usually do extensive show prep to the point that like our conversations are so long on the side chats chatting that like we can't find it's like revisit again. Wait, like four hundred messages ago we mentioned this guy. There was no planning today. So I you can you can can punt. It's been an off day for me and Vish. Yeah, you you can punt if you want and just say you don't have a good answer. I, 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 it's something that I have to think about. Maybe ask me next week. All right, everyone, tune in next week. We get Melissa's answer on where, <laughs> where Jordan Miller and Isaiah Wong would fit better. I do wonder if you know Wong somewhere like Atlanta would be a good fit for him because well, I don't know. There's going to probably be so much movement in the offseason. There's true. so many like Trey Young rumors and. Where's well, that was what I was actually thinking that, you know, he played well next to Nigel and Trey Young's a similar, you know, dominate the ball, shoot a bunch of guards. Well, they have, they have, they have Isaiah projected to Charlotte. So could he play next to LaMelo? If LaMelo ever plays again, sure. <laughs> He's getting injured. Um, but anyway. Oh, yeah, too, no. He's probably the best of the ball brothers. Yeah. Lonzo is like. Never really even had a chance, man. Dude keeps injuring that knee. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I blindsided you with NBA talk. Like, really, you don't have a detailed breakdown of like Oklahoma City's roster and how how they would fit. But... <laughs> I realized when you call me out for it, like the level of question I just asked you was like so like not fair. But anyway, well, I mean, I could it? give like I could give like a half-ass answer, but I mean, I'd rather not look stupid. How about so. both of them on Dallas? We stink anyway, so <laughs> at least we'll give you something to cheer for. Jordan would be a great facilitator for Luca. Yeah, just get Kyrie the hell out of there. I'm guessing um, you didn't like that trade. Um, for multiple reasons, from a basketball standpoint as well as a uh, a, a human standpoint, just to be blunt about it, um, I'm not big on the anti-Semitism. You know, it's just not not my thing, and, and I don't understand how. I appreciate. I appreciate that. that. I appreciate that. Yes, yes, I, I understand <laughs> who I'm talking to, but I'm not close playing <laughs> to this audience. I was kind of. I'd rather be bad at sports and not have people like that on the team. Yeah. Um. But it's so, a shame because you guys are kind of wasting Luca. But yeah, 
I just need I need I need the Heat to win it this year because Jimmy deserves a ring. Yeah, I mean, no one deserves a ring. It just happens sometimes. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, so I th- I think we do have um. Th- there's probably um. You know what we should do? We should we should do some prize picks um because I think. Yeah. We're gonna wait for Matt. Matt should be here. Well, well, I think his arrival is imminent based on the text I just got. So let's go ahead and do some prize picks, and then we can. Uh, uh, um, did that share correctly? It did. All right, cool. All right, so prizepicks.com. The offer code is five. That is F I V E. Yes. Thank you. Wow. You want to do the ad reads too? I mean, you're, yeah, you're taking my whole job here. Eventually, I'm just gonna be the backstage producer. Click I've just, while I've just heard you stuff. do it so much that I kind of know. I mean, it's not exactly complicated. The offer code is FIV. I did not. I did not throw Luca Johnson's on on the little screen. I have no control over that, but there he is. Uh, uh, the offer code is FIV. You basically pick two to five players across multiple sports. You get an over underline. You you guess over under. I guess more or less. Um, based on the screenshot. Um, and then if you hit all of them, you get paid out. So it's two to five players. Or um, you can also do Formula One on this thing too. So stay tuned for hitting the apex next. Double plug there. Um, um, and so you, you pick. You, if you get all of them, you get paid out on it. Um, and if you use the offer code five f i v e five reasons sports and Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. So that is PrizePicks.com offer code f i v e. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.